Welcome everybody to another episode of Dave's Podcast. Wait, I'm sorry, I keep saying that because I'm all alone. This is Night of the Podcast. I'll just make it a singular, Night of the Podcast. And this is our Christmas special. Sorry guys, everything is all delayed. I'm catching up with everything, you know, The um, but... Hey, the show must go on. Merry Christmas to all and to all of good nights. Today we will be doing a lot of stuff, which will be trailers, and we will talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. I saw it just recently, and, um, you know, I have questions, and I'm going to answer them for you. So this is going to be all about Spider-Man and maybe a little bit of news here and there, Um, and then we will talk about, uh, you know, some reviews and recommendations and call it a day. Alright, so uh, let's start off with the first trailer, which is called The Shrink Next Door, and it stars Paul Rudd, I believe, and Will Ferrell. Uh, This is uh, for Apple TV+, and the trailer came out about two months ago. Let's check this out. I think this is a series. Are you Martin? Yeah. What brings you here? I don't know. Phyllis may become my sister. She must be very persuasive. Don't tell me about yourself. Sorry about that. I think I can help you. The first thing I'm going to do is completely unethical. I'm going to give you a hug. I'm a hugger. There's no shame in feeling pain, Marty. Be the ruler of your own domain. Work begins at 9 a.m. sharp. I'm trying to be ruler of my own domain. This therapy is really working out, huh? It is. It really is. The goal of life is to live. We'll turn you into the man you truly deserve to be. This doctor is a little unconventional. He's a miracle worker. What is he doing here? Helping us. What do you think? So much fun. Is that allowed? Well, it didn't work, did I? He's changed my life. He's changed me. You clearly have a good eye. Me? The other one with a good eye. Eyes. Two eyes. The the, the appropriate quota of ocular spheres. <laughs> Why are we running? I don't know, Rob! You're a growing warning! Is he your psychiatrist? Psychiatrist, business partner, best friend. How does all of that? <laughs> he just has no boundaries and I don't trust him. Out of your life, she's the only family I have. Without trust, we have nothing. I trust you completely. This is my decision. He's living in your head. I am going to take care of everything. Feels good, doesn't it? So that was out November 12th. Um, <clears throat> so it's out now. If you guys get a chance to, I don't have Apple TV, but I'll figure out a way to watch it. It's, it looks like it's based on a true story uh, about a shrink who lives next door and the story got exposed. I forget exactly what was the storyline, but the synopsis says the story of Marty and the therapist who turned his life around, then took it over when he meets Dr. Ike. Marty just wants to get better at boundaries over 30 years. He'll learn all about them 
and what happens when they get crossed. Uh, so, yeah, it's Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Katherine Hahn, three of today's amazing comedic actors. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy because we haven't seen Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd since, uh, <clears throat> since the Anchorman movies. Uh, sorry about that little uh, snag. Um, I accidentally hit something and some music came on. Uh, what's supposed to happen, but uh, yeah, now you know, stuff happens on days on a day to day basis. Uh, we try to control everything, but you know, mistakes happen, so that's one of them. It's gonna stay there. I'm not gonna edit that out because I want everybody to know that this, this is life. Uh, continuing on, next trailer we're gonna look at is Confessions. Hold on, Confessions of an Invisible Girl. Let's see this. Uh, there you go. It's on Netflix. Uh, four months ago, the trailer dropped. So let's check this out. <clears throat> oh, so it's, uh, it's a Brazilian movie, Portuguese. People for, uh, based on a Talita. My name is Tia Negra. Could anyone happy, happy to the name? Explain your name. Uh, my name after the grandparents. Tercio de Janeiro. Oh, you'll become a meme. Why is it so hard to be a normal person? And have friends. Janeta, look at what you did. My bad, Valentina. Do you want mine? Are you good with this? No idea. Davi, hi. Pleasure, Dudu. All mine, Toto. Spin around for us. Look at her, gorgeous. How come there are people like that? And then, like this. Eric, how could a girl like me ever dream of going to a band rehearsal? You're really cute, you know. Lose that loser look. Show us the diva within you. Shy is just a cute word for afraid. Fear holds us back from what we want to do. Won't give me a kiss? Won't you give me a kiss? Confused Cupid. <laughs> Confessions of an Invisible Girl. Daughter, Dad, what are you doing here? So that came out on September 22nd. If you're Portuguese and you, I mean, I, I definitely want to see it because it looks like, it looks funny. But I know that it's going to be a little more, a bit of a read because it's Portuguese. But if you're Portuguese and you understand it, hey, go watch it because it looks pretty funny. Let me see, Confessions of... And invisible girl. Um, it's okay. So it uh, reads: When the clever but socially awkward Tete joins a new school, she'll do anything to fit in. But the queen bee among her classmates has other ideas. So yeah, it's a comedy. Check it out online. I mean Netflix. All right, next trailer we're going to look at is called Made. <clears throat> Made as in a lady who cleans. Alrighty. So this is on Netflix as well. And yes, dropped around three months ago. So let's check this out. 
right here. I mean, the trailer you dropped around three today. months ago. So you're homeless. I had a home and then we left it. Do you want to call the cops now? It's not too late. And say what? That he didn't hit me? We need to get you off the streets. There's beds at the domestic violence shelter. You're here. You can breathe. I'm Alex. I'm trying to piece together how I got here. My mom is undiagnosed bipolar, and she's MIA right now. I got into college. I wanted to be a writer, but I got pregnant. Now I'm a single mom. You on parole? No. You got a proper background check? No. <laughs> this is a trial. Oh, I'm starting today. That's good news, ain't it, bro, girl? We can't post. Ben is labeled come post. Can you read or should I show you? I can read. Oh. I don't think I can do this. So quit. I can't quit. I live for my daughter. I get kicked out in your face. Alex, I haven't had a drink today. You don't leave a good man when he's trying. And they hate the way you shine. Before they bite, they bark. That's true. You don't leave a good man while he's trying. Women usually do that. Before they hit you, they hit near you. And this movie looks good. Did you follow the police report on the night you left? No. You can't take the child away like that. It's grounds for losing custody. This is an emergency. You are an emergency. Rewrite your story. You will never ever control me again. When I think about the house I want for my daughter and me, it's not big and full of stuff. Our space is a home because we love each other in it. Wow, that's a really, really good movie. It looks like it's a really good movie. Uh, movie came out on October 1st. So it's out now on Netflix. So take a look at it. Uh, the synopsis reads, After fleeing an abusive relationship, a young mother finds a job cleaning houses as she fight, fights to provide for her child and build them a better future. Nobody really famous in the movie, but um, looks like it's a really good movie. It looks very profound. The next trailer we're going to look at is called The Layover. Do, 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 do. The layover. Um, it's uh, Kate Upton and Alexandra Daddario. I'm such a fan of her. She's so hot. Uh, trailer came out a while ago. Uh, this is a 2017 movie. I guess it got a re-release of some sort. Four years ago, the movie was released. So let's check it. Let's take a look at this trailer. I was eating because I was stressed out. Candy bars and chips and donuts, eating weight. But since I started... Demarius, care to read us out to the bell? No, no, not that one. The one that you have on your lap there. Put your demon powers in me, Squid. I want to feel your might deep within. Those tentacles are like it's dicks. 
20 years, Kate. You've seen it all. Maybe not sex with an octopus. Are you firing me? This would be an exclusive Harold's. Where is this from? Asia. DPRK. Isn't that North Korea? Oh, William H. Macy directed this? Damn, man. Alexandra Daddario is to die for. Upton, Alexander Daddario, Matt Barr, Cal Penn, Matt Jones, Robert Corey, Mally Shannon. Anybody got my way, I kill him. I kill you, I kill you, I kill everyone. Yeah. Misters before sisters, testies before besties, dicks before chicks. Good. Uh, September 1st, I guess, of 2017. Good movie. Two friends on a road trip compete for the affections of a handsome man when their flight is redirected due to a hurricane. So that looks pretty freaking funny. I have no idea where it's streaming, uh, but I'm pretty sure if you look it up, it's called The Layover uh, with Kate Upton and Alexandra Daddario. Uh, it came out in 2017. Uh, I will put the trailers up on the on my little uh, description box, so you guys can look up the trailers on your own and just you know uh, check it out if you want to. All right, next trailer we're gonna look at is called Moonfall. This movie should be coming out soon. I know I've been seeing a lot of trailers for this. It's like. I don't know, I guess the moon's falling against the earth for some, some, some sort, for some reason. Uh, it stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson. Uh, trailer came out uh, two days ago, so two months ago. The teaser came out two months ago. Let's check out this teaser. I'm not prepared for this. July 20th, 1969. 
The school you were taught at Apollo 11 lost contact with the world for two minutes. Not true. Donald Sutherland? We found something on that day. That they kept him for 50 years. And now, it's too late to stop. From the director, Roland Emmerich, who loves to destroy the planet. Humanity will face the dark side of the moon. This planet has suffered five extinctions. This is going to need a sixth. Are we dead? No, we are just inside the moon. That might be the greatest sentence anyone's ever said. Dang. February 4th, 2022. So you mean to tell me that was a teaser? Gee, I'd hate to see a trailer. Oh, it was freaking long as hell. Uh, next trailer we're going to look at is called I'm Your Man. <clears throat> so yeah, oh, my bad. Uh, Moonfall stars Patrick Wilson uh, comes out 2022. Um, Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry, Donald Sutherland. In Moonfall, a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. With more weeks before impact, the world on the brink of annihilation, NASA executive and former astronaut Joe Fowler is convinced she has the key to saving us all. But only one astronaut from her past, Brian Harper, and conspiracy theorist K.C. Hausman, believe her. These unlikely heroes will mount an impossible last-ditch mission into space, leaving behind everyone they love, only to find out that our moon is not what we think it is. All right, well, I mean, that, that sounds interesting. Me, 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 me. Alright, let's go to see I'm Your Man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm Your Man. I'm your Huckleberry. Here it goes. I'm your man. Official video? Oh, here it goes. I'm your man. Trailer dropped around four months ago. Uh, it's an indie film made by Bleak Bleaker Street. 
Alrighty, so I guess we'll do this one. <clears throat> Hallo, ich bin Tom und ich würde gerne euch den Trailer zu meinem neuen Film Ich bin dein Mensch vorstellen. My apologies, I'm Dan Stevens and this is the trailer for my new film I'm Your Man. Please enjoy. <laughs> This is a foreign film. There's a man. Oh, him? That's not a man. That's a robot. Oh. It's scan my brain, give me surveys, and what's the result? Your dream partner built for you. Listen, Tom, I'm not looking for a partner. I'm just testing you and writing an evaluation. And love doesn't interest you? Not at all. A film by Maria Schreider, the director of Unorthodox. And 3% German women dream of this. Guess which group I belong to. Good morning. You may not realize, but the tree, Tom, why do you think that is? Because he's a machine. Could you be underestimating him? Find the poetry in expected places. So what about sex? So that's the man of my dreams. Apparently. There's a divide between us. When I go back, I'll be erased. Don't humans say love knows no bounds? I'm your man. Can he talk? Tom is a friendly robot. Is he messing with me? I, I couldn't help it. Okay. Um, so that's a foreign... Um, movie about a robot, a man robot. I mean, I've seen a lot of these, so uh, I'm definitely gonna check that out. But I just hate the fact that it, I wish they did like an English dubbing version of it. But uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of these. There's a show that uh, came out a couple of years ago called uh, Humans, which was about a uh, few of uh, robots, P uh, you know, robots getting what's that called? Um, you know, their intelligence started to grow. It was like an AI, and they um, start to want to live on their own. They don't want to um, be run by humans and stuff. So uh, it's a good movie. It looks good, at least. Um, but yeah, let's see. The synopsis reads, In order to obtain research funds for her studies, a scientist accepts an offer to participate in an extraordinary experiment. For three weeks, she is to live with a humanoid robot created to make her happy. So yeah. Um, next trailer we're going to look at is called Apache Junction. Uh, stars T Thomas Jane and Stuart Townsend. Two actors who I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, trailer dropped <clears throat> four months ago. So this should be out now. Do you want the scary stuff? There's so much blood right now. You know, the dead. Turn around. Turn around. Oh, shoot a man in the back. Oh, 
wouldn't give you the satisfaction. You shame to waste it. Saban Films. Most people around here call this place home. Because everywhere else, there's a price on their head. The hell are you doing here? I'll cut her from one ear to the other. I swear there's no need for violence. I'm gonna take the girl, and we're gonna be on over. Gotta give you more free booze. One man to all three. Killed your boy. I'd love to show the noose and see him ride the pine straight to the depths. Yeah, just shoot your own way out of this one. I'm faster. I've been waiting a long time. You talk too much. Uh. Finish him off! I'm gonna see if the devil can bleed. Let me get it done. Alright. Alright. Apache Junction. So, uh, the synopsis obviously, this is a western. Um,. It reads, Apache Junction is an old, old, wait, is an old west outpost of lawlessness, a haven of for thieves and cold-blooded killers. When big city reporter Annabelle Angel arrives in town and becomes a target, notorious gunslinger Jericho Ford comes to her aid. Now Annabelle must entrust her future to a man with a deadly past as Jericho heads toward a tense showdown. <clears throat> So yeah, uh, looks like, you know, action. But yeah, okay, well, we're going to go pay some bills and we'll be right back. So we're back and we're just going to go right into it. Today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We finally got to watch the movie. So obviously, you know, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the movie, uh, stop it here, go watch the movie, enjoy yourself, and then come back and listen to us and think and see what what questions you can answer here. So yeah, right off the bat, well, I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. <clears throat> so my first question is, in the Spider-Man No Way Home questionnaire is why does Ned have superpowers? Anybody know? Anybody know? Raise your hand. When Ned Jacob Badalin joins Peter in Doctor Strange Sanctum Sanctorium, he half-jokingly reveals that he too has felt like he can sense magical tingles in his fingers. Cut to Ned picks up Strange's uh, portal opening sling ring and discovers he can work its magic. Will, mo- will movie Ned go down a dark path? He sincerely informs Peter that he has no plans to take the route of previous Spider-Man besties in turning out uh, against him. Looking at you, two versions of Harry Osborn. But who knows what that future holds? I don't honestly, I honestly don't think that he'll, because everybody's expecting it. So to actually do it, it's just going to be like, uh, it's not much of a, <clears throat> it's not much of a surprise. Maybe they're trying to 
put a fast one on us, but I don't know. I really don't think that they're going to go that route with uh, Ned. Question number two. How did Spidey escape the astral plane? This is probably because Peter Spidey's senses still function in the astral plane, parallel dimension where the soul exists outside the body, allowing his pure energy form to swim through the air back to his physical body. Cool. Number three, who's J. Jonah Jameson and where is he from? He might have the same face as the one from Tobey Maguire's Spidey's reality, but the MCU version appears to be a separate character rather than some kind of a interdimensional tabloid news monster. Supplement salesman. <clears throat> so yeah, so if there's multiple versions of Tom, uh, of I was going to say Tom Holland, Peter Peter Parker, I'm pretty sure there's multiple versions of other people too, like J. Jonah Jameson. <clears throat> Number four, who is that lawyer at the beginning? Anyone? Anyone? That excellent lawyer who can catch bricks faster than Spidey is Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil. Marvel chief Kevin Feige recently made headlines for confirming Charlie Cox would continue to be the MCU's Daredevil now in the future after his Netflix TV show was canceled following its third season. Hopefully they won't change it too much. Number five, explain the multiverse in one line. Basically, when it comes to Marvel, the multiverse is a collection of alternate universes with a similar with with a similar nature and a universal hierarchy. Awesome. <clears throat> Number six. What are the backstories of all the villains? In 2002's Spider-Man, the first film in the trilogy with Tobey Maguire in the lead role, stressed-out scientist Norman Osborn portrayed by Willem Dafoe, tests an experimental performance-enhancing chemical on himself that gives him superhuman strength and a homicidal secondary personality, the Green Goblin. After a fusion power project goes wrong in 2004 Spider-Man 2, nuclear scientist Otto Octavius, portrayed by Alfred Molina, ends up with a set of artificially intelligent robotic tentacles fused to his spine and earns the tabloid moniker Dr. Octopus. One of the three villains in 2007's Spider-Man 3, Flint Marco Thomas Hayden Church, turned to a life of crime to pay for his sick daughter's medical treatment, falling into an experimental particle accelerator while escaping prison, he gains sand-based shape-shifting powers and returns to Robin as Sandman. In 2012's reboot, The Amazing Spider-Man, Sir Andrew Garfield took over as Peter and had a battle and had to battle a big reptile man. His one-armed mentor, Dr. Kurt Connors, portrayed by Reese Ephens, I don't know how to pronounce his name, uses lizard DNA to create a regeneration serum that restores his lost limb, but also changes him into an angry lizard. Lubric- lubriciously nerdy, 
Electrical engineer Max Dillon, portrayed by Jamie Foxx, is the first of the two major villains in 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He suffers an electric shock at the work at work and falls into a tank of genetically engineered electric eels, a danger we must all be mindful of, giving him electrical powers and fixing a gap in his teeth. <laughs> Number seven, question number seven. How old are the Spider-Men now? Maguire's Peter certainly looks a little bit more grizzled around the edges. He's still incredibly buff, obviously. And he talks of making it work with MJ and dealing with back and shoulder pain from all his swinging. That alludes to the Spider-Man 2 scene where he injures his back as well as Maguire's real-life back problems, which almost resulted in him being replaced as Spidey in 2004. As for Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, his Peter was also 17 years old in 2012. The Amazing Spider-Man had 10 years, and Garfield's Peter is 27 years old. The actor in real life is actually 38. Number eight, question number eight. How does Spider-Man defeat Doctor Strange? Peter Parker inspires the nation with his web-slinging abilities, massive hearts, and math skills. <clears throat> Two stop Strange in, the, in his tracks and capture the box that will return the visitors back to their universes. Peter uses the Fibonacci sequence to calculate where to sling his webs and trap Strange in a strange hold, in a stronghold. Peter realizes that being in the parallel mirror dimension, yes, there are other universes in parallel dimensions. The world also contains golden ratios, a unique mathematical relationship that's easy to spot in the natural world, according to National Geographic. <clears throat> Question number nine, is No Way Home a Christmas movie? A bittersweet one, maybe. It does take place around Christmas, but definitely not. Number Question number ten, what happens in the ending? Again, spoiler alert, people, you got time to run away. With Aunt May dead and the Sinister Five on the loose, Peter Parker's, de Peter Parker's develop a series of serums that'll revert the, ba the bad guys to their old human selves. They challenge Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Electro, Lizard, and Sandman to a showdown on the Statue of Liberty. And if you're not grinning your face off when the three Spider-Mans swing into action together, then you are relentlessly dumb. Question number 11. Why does Andrew Garfield catch MJ? The most cathartic moment sees MJ hurled from the statue and falling to her doom until Garfield leaps out and catches her. He tearfully lowers her to the ground, gaining some sort of closure for a similar moment when, he belo when his beloved Gwen Stacy fell to her death in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which in turn mirrored an iconic moment in the comics. Question number 12. What happens when the bad guys become whole, human again. Unlike the other stars who reprise their villainous roles, you don't see much of Iffins in the film, and he doesn't have any lines once he's whole human again. Oh, and it's nice to see that the serum also reconstitutes Flint Marco's infamous green t striped t-shirt. They 
are all cured back to their human forms. Question number 13. What happens when the villains go back? The villains return to their own timeline to their own timeline is treated as a happy ending. But what if they're just returned to the to the moment from which they came, their deaths, fingers crossed, a serum that makes the, them human also saves them from being blown up or electrocuted or whatever happened to them at the end of their respective movies. I mean, we would have to that would be cool if they like did them um like let's say um, by chance, the Morbius, they add uh, a scene where we actually see, um, like, Electro arrive in his time, and it would be funny because he'll arrive right where he's about to be electrocuted, but he doesn't get electrocuted, but he falls to his death because now he's human, and he can't, if, if where, where he was going to get electrocuted, he was like in midair. And then, um, what's his name? Lizard, I guess, falls off the roof because he goes back to being a lizard and, and maybe that's where they yanked him away. Green Goblin, um, I forget what point Green Goblin, maybe before he got impaled. So he just appears there and he still gets impaled, but he has no power, so he dies immediately. Doc Ock still goes and drowns in the water. He goes down in the water. And Sandman... Sandman just gets killed in a sand dune because he's, the particle accelerator kills him, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the villains return to their own timeline. is treated as a... Okay, I read that already. Sorry to my notes. Uh, question number four. How does the forgetting spell work? He's fighting crime anonymously and dropped the fancy Stark costumes in favor of a homemade one. The forgetting spell throws up a bunch of questions. However, Happy and MJ don't know Peter, which means they've forgotten the connection between Peter and Spider-Man. But Spider-Man also, all, but, but, but Spider-Man still exists, which means that time hasn't been affected. So what about the events of this and previous Spider-Man, Spider-Movies? Does MJ remember being in the Statue of Liberty battle where she cut her head. Why does the why does she think she was there? How does Happy think he met Aunt May? What do they see in their minds when they think about Spider-Man? And if those events still happen, what about the news reports naming Parker? Have all those news reports and tweets just been wiped? And if no one knows Peter Parker or ever knew him, what does that mean for his life? Bunch of questions. Question number 15. Did the forgetting thing ever happen in the comics? Kind of in the controversial 2007 storyline One More Day, with this identity revealed to the world and Aunt May fatally wounded by the Kingpin's assassin, Peter makes a deal with the demon Mephisto to again... I mean, to regain his secret identity and heal his aunt. The price is his marriage to Mary Jane Watson. History was rewritten so that they never tied the knot and Marvel had a free-willing single Spidey again, much like the movies have now. MJ and Peter have since gotten back together, satisfying fans of their relationship but I haven't gotten married, even though Peter has a ring. Just pop the question, Parker. Uh, 
Question number 16. Who are those figures coming through the rift? At least one of them is clearly the Rhino, who was played by Paul Giamatti in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Given that Strange explains the people who are coming through the rift all know Peter Parker, the other figures are like alternative versions of Spider-Man characters from the movies or new ones that references the comics. Other identified figures include Spider-Man, Spider-Man adversaries Craven the Hunter, Black Cat, aka Felicia Hardy, who was played by Felicity Jones in 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And the final question for our Spider-Man No Way Home questionnaire. Will there be a Spider-Man 4? Although No Way Home brings Holland's trilogy to a spectacular end, yes, another chapter is in the works. Sony producer Amy Pascal and I and Disney and Sony are actively beginning to develop where the story goes next. Marvel chief Kevin Feige said in an interview with the New York Times published December 16th, there was already talk of a trio of future movies starring Holland as Spidey. But for now, the focus appears to be on the immediate follow-up to the No Way Home. And um, obviously, uh, uh, there's a lot of speculation if they're going to bring back Tobey Maguire to do a Spider-Man 4. I rather that trilogy end there. I don't think Tobey Maguire should come back for another Spider-Man, but there's always the toss-up of Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man. He never got a finale. So my whole thing is now, this is my idea. He goes back to his time, but the multiverse is all array. And when he arrives in his time, he comes to find out that Gwen Stacy never died. And it just so happens that in this universe... Gwen Stacy is Spider-Gwen, and yet they meet again, and they fall in love, and this time they can be together. That would be an amazing ending, but, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, let's speak about some news before we uh, call uh, go, call it, uh, we do my transition, and then we go into reviews and recommendations. Uh, on 10, on October 4th, 2021, Facebook and Instagram went down for a few hours. I know this is a bit late, but I just thought that I should mention this because I had no idea that that happened. I guess I'm not as, you know, um, um, I guess uh, social media, uh, I'm not a social media fanatic every five seconds. I only post up movies or TV shows that I watch and on occasion something that I'm doing. But I remember hearing from people like, oh, my God, I didn't know what to do with my life. It's like, uh, read a book, watch TV, go walk around, go exercise. Crazy. I did not know that that happened. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home finally crossed $700 million in only five days. In the No Way Home team really, what is the No Way Home team really campaigning for the film to be an Os- a best picture for Oscars? Ah, uh, stop, stop. Vincent D'Onofrio to have this Kingpin be different than Netflix's Kingpin. I don't, I mean, hopefully it's even stronger. So, I don't think he should, uh, he should um, try to make him as different. So, yeah. Uh, one second, just uh, getting some facts here figured out. Do 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 do
All right, Norman Reedus and Keanu Reeves reignite social media with nominations for Ghost Rider. Uh, Now they're both old, man. They got to get some new guys. Robert Pattinson beefed up for Bruce Wayne Batman role. They showed uh, in the trailer, they show him a little cut up there, buddy. Kim Kardashian has posted full-blown screenshots to her millions of followers about No Way Home. Spoiler warning, erase her. She's uh, letting everybody know that she is screwing the movie for everybody else. Happy belated birthday to Stan Lee, who turned 99, the father of Marvel. Without him, we wouldn't have Spider-Man. Vin Diesel publicly pleaded to Dwayne Johnson to return to the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Rock responded with a simple no. He is supportive of the cast. There is no chance he'll return. He also didn't appreciate Diesel's manipulation attempts, and he was happy that he brought up his... He was unhappy. He was not happy, I'm sorry, that he brought up his children and Paul Walker in the post. Ah, I guess that's it. They won't, uh... They won't be, uh, uh, you know... Doing another one with The Rock. The Matrix Resurrections. Ah! It lacks the original's bracingly original craft. The Matrix Resurrections revisits the, the world of the franchise with wit, a, time, a timely perspective, and heart. It, it, it was bad. It was so bad. Like, for the trilogy to be so, such a groundbreaker. And then you come how many years later and you deliver this trash. It was so bad. Um, there was no big fight sequences. The, the soundtrack was horrible. Um, um, I don't know. The story wasn't as elaborate. It was just them. Spoiler warning. You haven't seen it. Then stop here and go watch it. Five, four, three, two, one. It was just, you know, he gets awakened. And then the whole mission is to awaken Trinity. And that to me was just... I, I get it. Together, they're the one, the ones. But uh, it was just, I don't know. This movie just let me down. At the end of the movie, I guess that was the only thing that I really enjoyed. Um, but other than that, it was just, no, it didn't do it for me. And I was a big uh, Matrix fanatic. But after that, moving on. Uh, Marvel confirms three more Spider-Man movies like I read before in the works. But will they be about Tom Holland's Peter Parker or will we see Miles Morales take up the mantle? Tom Holland later stated that he would return with three, uh, with these three in the works. What set of stories could they be cooking up from the comics? It's crazy that before this movie dropped in theaters, the cast of Spider-Man No Way Home went online to tell the world not to spoil the movie. But the very next day that the movie dropped, the whole world did just that. They shot videos in the theaters and posted it online hours later from its release. It was ridiculous. Thank goodness I saw it opening day and I didn't have to and it didn't have to spoil it for me. But all those a-holes out there that did that just hope I'm just hoping that you have massive diarrhea. Because that was really foul. That they're telling people not to post up spoilers but yet that what was it Sna- uh, Snapchat TikTok 
Instagram, it was just spoiler after spoiler after spoiler. And and it, it's a shame because they didn't do that for Endgame. But they decide, oh, yeah, you know, this and this and that. Let's, let's, let's just ruin it for everybody. They thought that just by putting a spoiler warning, it would, uh, it would you know, I guess... Oh, the, the, it's a spoiler warning. It's your fault if you look at this. So many people did it. It was very, very shameful. And I, I was like, I can't believe that for the very first time, I, the big mouth of, 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 of New Jersey, did not spoil anything for anybody. But then all of a sudden, the whole world spoiled it for everybody else. It's crazy. All right, everybody. That's it for uh, news and my questionnaire. We are going to do a quick transition and we will be right back with reviews and recommendations. Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, reviews and recommendations. Again, I, around the time that I was posting these things up, uh, I was in COVID city. Uh, I lasted COVID 15 days. Horrendous times, but I was able to catch up with a lot of movies and TV shows. Uh, next movie that I was watching because I saw I started my house party. Um, Marathon. Uh, the next one that was in the list was House Party 3. Kid, after a lifetime playing the field, is about to get married. Play plans to throw the best bachelor party ever. Until Kid's three wisecracking nephews come to town intent on showing them what parties are really about. And their their nephews were immature. The What's his name? Um, Batman, Romeo, and I forgot the other guy's name. But yeah, they were they were just they were little children at the time. It was so crazy. Uh, I think the best the best one was the first one, but I guess I should have watched these movies back when they first released because they were better back then. <laughs> like now to watch them so late in the in in time, it's like uh, okay, these movies don't don't stand the test of time. Uh, next movie that I decided to revisit was Gremlins. A young man inadvertently bra- breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently, malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. Gremlins, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what to tell you. This is a classic one of my favorite movies of all time. Mogwai. Don't, you have to follow the rules. It's a Mogwai. Don't wet it. Because uh, they multiply when they get wet. Don't put direct sunlight into their face because it kills them. And don't feed them after midnight. Because if you feed them, they go into this hot cocoon. For some odd reason, every one of Gizmo's uh, you know, offspring ends up being very villains or bad i don't get why but that's how it that's how it always happens i guess gizmo's the only one that doesn't turn i would like to for one see gizmo turn into uh one of those uh you know go into a cocoon and come out as you know the killer gremlin thing you know i I would like to see if he actually changes his way 
You know, does he become a bad guy or does he stay the same? Um, I watched Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds about an avatar, an NPC um, character that uh, decides to take charge of his own life and make more of what he, of, of his life. A bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open world video game. Again, <clears throat> these are these movies are mainly inspired by like Fortnite and 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 Sims, you know, which is pretty funny. This movie was really funny. I I even liked the um, the the little cameos, and this movie was released during the pandemic, so. It didn't really do that well, but it was still a fun movie to watch. Um, I Unfortunately, around this time, I did not go to the theaters because I was sick. So I was in a 15-day quarantine. Um, next, trail, next movie that I saw was entitled Grumblings 2, The New Batch. Which, again, one of my favorites of all time. The Gremlins are back, and this time they've taken control of New York City media mogul's high-tech skyscraper. Um, same rules apply. Don't feed them after midnight. Uh, don't put use direct sunlight. But at this point, you can't use any type of light. You know, uh, bulb light, whatever, flashlights. It hurts the crap out of them. Uh, and uh, don't get them wet. But this one is one giant building in New York City, and they had now this time the all um, the previous. Uh, Mogwais that come out of Gizmo all have different personalities. There's one who's kind of like, I guess, has a, um, you know, they're mentally, one was mentally challenged, the other one looks like a cigar smoking, I don't know, and then the other guy is, guy Spike, he has a spike on his head. They're just really funny. Uh, but yeah, one of my favorites I remember watching. This was actually the second movie that I ever saw in the theaters. Theatrically, I went with my sisters. I was, I remember, un, I was a kid. First movie that I saw in the theaters, I believe, was Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. But I do remember uh, going to see uh, Gremlins in the theaters. Moving on, uh, the next movie that I saw was actually an Amazon Prime movie with starring Chris Pratt, The Tomorrow War. A family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. This movie, surprisingly, was really good. I loved it. Like, they, 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 they do this draft where they have to... It doesn't matter... If you have no experience, if you have, or at least if you have some sort of experience, or whatever, they know about you, so they go and they draft you into the future. You have to be there for a certain amount of times, carry submissions, and then you have to go back. Um, I don't want to say too much about this movie. It is on Amazon Prime. It's freaking awesome. I thought it was such a great movie. Um, I, I heard that this movie was supposed to be theatrical, but because of the pandemic, they ended up selling it to the highest bidder and they got it on Amazon Prime. Check out the trailer. Really good. Um, if you do have Amazon, give it a chance. And the final thing that I saw, I was telling you guys before that I I love watching Christmas Day parades or Macy's Dad Thanksgiving Day parades or whatever the case. And I started a new um, parade uh, marathon, the Walt Disney World A Very Merry Christmas uh, Parade. 
It, this one's 1989. I was actually at the time eight years old when this parade came out. Walt Disney World's what Walt Disney World's a very merry Christmas parade began on ABC Network 1983 with Joan London as the first and longest running to date host and Mike Douglas as co-host. Alan Thicke later replaced Douglas and Regis Philbin was later added on to an on-street uh, as an on-street interviewer. Um, I love it. I, I, you know, I listen to it at work as I'm working or whatever. But yes, definitely you can find it on YouTube. And all the other stuff that I've spoken about today is YouTube and all the other streaming sites. Just look it up and you'll definitely find it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, we are approaching the new year really fast. Be safe. Uh, um, like Gus Chase Royal 77 always says, uh, take care, man. I'm telling you guys, wear those masks, put those gloves on because Omicron is running amok and really... I don't want you guys to infect me, and I want you guys all to be safe this holiday season. Merry Christmas. Have a new one. Bye-bye, guys. Take care, man.